0: Have you ever wondered, do I have a coffee problem? And is that problem not enough Starbucks in my neighborhood? Have you caught yourself at 3 a.m. driving aimlessly looking for a 24-hour Starbucks barista? Have you taken an Uber in the middle of a blizzard to enjoy a caramel frappuccino topped with whipped cream and layered with buttery caramel sauce? Do you find it hard to concentrate on a simple movie because you have lattes and espressos on the brain? You can't handle the Starbucks. Frankly, my yeah, dear, I don't
1: give a... Starbucks. I see.
0: Well, you are not alone. There are millions of us coffee connoisseurs, professionals in the art of frou-frou, majesties of the caffeinated bliss. And we all love our Starbucks. Show your affiliation right now. Drop whatever inconsequential thing you are currently doing and head on over to your local Starbucks and pull up a chair or a couch. Starbucks, one person, one cup, one neighborhood at a time.
2: what's up y'all and welcome back to another episode episode 105 of that respect the comment podcast and on this week's episode myself eric and trico i'll just sat down to recap the second half of what was a very intriguing wrestle kingdom and the future really of japanese wrestling in 2023 this whole hashtag Give WWE women a chance. Hashtag that started trending on Monday. The 2023 Royal Rumble. And I hope a whole lot more. So let's kick back and relax. And let's go for it in three. And what's up, y'all? And welcome back to episode one hundred and five of that Respect the Combat podcast. My name is Mister D.L.K. Donis, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts Mister
3: True Go Fullerton, Mister Eric Olsen. What's up, boys? We are in Rumble season, y'all, and let's just hope that this Rumble is better than last year. Is better. God. Than we will tonight. get to that. You will get I mean, this that. year's
1: Rumble isn't gonna be booked by Vince, so stop No, it's it. not gonna be stop booked it. by
2: Shane. It's not gonna be booked by Shane. It's not gonna be booked by Shane. It's not
1: gonna be. It, let's just put it this way: it's not gonna be booked by a McMahon at all. Then what's Triple
2: H? H? Then what's Triple it's
1: H? A Helmsley.
2: Moving on. <laughs> and with that being said, let's just hop into these mainstream topics because. I got injuries and debuts for y'all this week. And some of these de- injuries are kind of just random, you know? But Valerie L- Lareda, former Bellator, I'm going to say Featherweight, either weight or fe- animweight, made her is making her NXT level-up debut as Lola Vice this week which I think is a good look. I wish they would have, like, just, like, obviously she's not ready for TV. I hope she ends up more than a lash when it comes to entering work, but from the clips that's been posted and the fact she's already taken advice from Santos and apparently by the clips in a storyline, or at least something's going on with Electra Lopez. She's in good hands. It's just... Well, we already have one Lash Legend. We don't need two in in ring.
3: Please, no. Please, no.
2: But, speaking of Lash Legend, one of her biggest rivals, Nikita Lyons, suffered a torn ACL meniscus tear. So, for those that watched (laughs) NXT this week, you saw Nikita become victim of the NXT parking lot and hold, clutching her leg, well, that was to cover up a legit ACL tear and meniscus tear. I don't know what is up with NXT and leg injuries. And in Nikita's case, has she become on that long list of where Kenta it, was? Kenton, Kenta was and Tegan Knox is trying to shake off of would you consider that like i think this is like her second injury in the span of two years
3: yeah i don't like what's going on here i'm like i mean is the injury like real or is this like? it's legit
2: she has a torn okay they did the they did the nx team parking lot angle to cover up a torn acl and meniscus that's yeah, why no, like you saw hierarchy. nobody jump her in the parking lot. You just saw her, say, like, I clutching mean, her leg.
1: I was going to say, I actually looked into that, and, yeah, I saw that it was a legitimate injury. She tw- she tweeted it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, she's going to be out for months. Uh,
1: yeah, I know. yeah.
2: Would you say she's on that uh, Kenta slash Hedale-Tommy track, or can she rebound again like Tegan Knox? But even Tegan Knox, like, her push – i it's, was
1: it's it's like, hey, gonna say not, what push? She's not getting a push. Yeah. She's getting a, hey, here's a job.
2: Exactly. But would you put her on that same uh, Kenta and Tegan Knox list?
1: Um. Honestly, I don't know. Only because, like you know, like Mandy Rose. Well, I mean, okay. As far as wrestling goes. No, I'm talking 30, about
2: 50? rebounding from injury.
1: Well, I'm saying like as far as like her rebounding from injury and then her wrestling career, I mean, it could really be a 50-50. But as far as her like overall career, nah, she'll be fine. Yeah, because she decided like a her, couple of years ago. Well, I was gonna say, besides wrestling, she also does music and then she does god knows how much modeling.
3: Yeah, I I think she'll be fine too. Um on honesty.
1: Well, remember you're in a
3: relationship,
2: Eric, before you even try it.
1: What? I wasn't saying anything like for me to try anything with Nikita Lions. I'm not a dumb shit. I'm just (laughs) saying. She's basically, it's more so of, okay, if it doesn't work out with wrestling because, you know, of a Kenta slash Shideo Itami situation, well, then it easily becomes a Mandy Rose situation for her. We're going to move
2: on. Because, and we're going to move on. And this is
1: what happens when I drink a fizzy before we start recording.
2: Shut up! All right, so we're gonna talk about um the down, downfall, and we're not gonna go full in depth with the playoffs or the Super Bowl. We're gonna say that for next week with the boy with our Super Bowl predictions, but we gotta talk about the, the divisional round and the downfall, of Dax Prescott, and the fact Cowboys. Uh, the why did the Cowboys like social media and the entire team? Barry Dax, and then he broke up with his girl.
3: Man, that's the just... Cowboys are salty. Yeah, uh, you should see the freaking on social media. One guy, at that's that, where uh, I saw he, it. He literally threw it there on the TV. I told you, you're gonna see some sad faces. Like, and you and you literally said that, oh, the Cowboys gonna move over. I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh, just wait till you see them sad faces. It happens every year, the trend Bro. still continues. If you believe
2: in the Cowboys at this point, I did not s- – who did you say was, like, believing in Santa Claus? Though? Who, what team did you compare believing in Santa was? Bro, the
3: Cowboys. That's the Cowboys. I'm
1: That's- starting to feel like it's more like – I feel like more like being a Dolphins fan is, like, believing in Santa Claus. Yeah, those are the Cowboy fans.
3: They believe that uh, just like we was kids back in the day, Believe in Santa Claus that uh, they'll bring our presents under the tree. That's what the Cowboys think of. They be
1: dreaming that the Cowboys can make it to the Super Bowl. And every year, they fail. Now you get that. I I was going to say, I have a feeling my Super Bowl prediction is going to end up coming true. Which was again? I predicted it was going to be Bengals versus Eagles.
2: Well, Bengals are still in, and I believe the Eagles are playing in the NFC title game this weekend. Yep. So I do have a good feeling. Everybody's pushing.
1: Everybody's right now pushing for the Bengals to win the whole thing, just because of that whole Bengals, uh, Bengals Bills situation that went down. Bruh. like, like now it's this... like I even, I was even reading up on it. Now, like even Buffalo Bills fans, like when they ended up having to play them in the divisional round again, they straight up like fans were straight up saying like, "We don't care who wins. If your team wins, then we'll root for your team. If we win, then root for us." And you know. It was, Vice versa. Literally, because Damar Hamlin was at the game. Yeah.
2: Hamlin was literally at the game, which surprised me, and there go the conspiracy theories, but I'm like, bruh, the man went into cardiac arrest. He If all he wanted to do was just be at the game and support his guys, because he legit was flexing and doing his usual stick at a team meeting while the team was just checking up on him. Right. So, it really doesn't matter. We'll talk more in depth when it gets to the Super Bowl next week itself. But, we're going to talk about Wrestle Kingdom Night 2, which was the New Japan versus Noah event. Oh, boy. Super Saint Okada after getting kicked in the face.
1: Apparently what you that's think? the way to get his attention.
2: That's the way for him to actually grow a set because Jay did everything in the book and he didn't get that angry. Right. He took one kick to the face from uh, Kato, I don't know his last name, from Noah, the Noah World Heavyweight Champion. But one kick to the face, stiff, it's heck, and a stiff kick to the back of the head as he was in a, applying mm-hmm. a chin lock to somebody. And this man went super Saiyan on everybody.
3: I was like, damn. Oh, like, boy. That that he was like, ain't nobody can't mess with him. You uh, I feel I just say good luck to y'all, whoever face him again. Good luck to y'all. You know, and they're actually doing the match
2: in February. The Hato versus Kazushka, champion versus champion. Match is happening in February on the same card that not The Great Muda, but Keiji Mudo versus Tetsuya Naito, which will be the very final match of not The Great Muda's career, which was the sixth man with Darby and one of his biggest rivals in Sting. It will be Keiji Mudo's last match against Tetsuya Naito. Do you think, and I'm going to say this, because do you think this retirement tour has stretched out longer than even when Kurt did his, and Kurt and Rick did theirs in WWE? Because I think it started like mid to late, mid last year. Uh, And this is more of a question for Eric.
1: What's this, what? Do you
2: think the Great Muda slash uh, KG Muto retirement farewell t- tour has stretched out? Like, is it gone on too long?
1: Similar I mean, to he what? I mean, he's going. He's going about the same time, about the same length that uh, fucking Jushin Thunder Liger went on his little retirement tour,
2: which felt like forever. And same with uh, when Kirk did it in WWE, and. Honestly, Ric Flair's too, because Vince like coaxed him out like in the middle of the summer, and you knew it was going to be he loses, he retires, and it was just who's gonna be the one he puts over. Oh, wait, I'm gonna let Sean do it. So, uh, yeah, that's it on that one, and um, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. Charlotte Flair, the reason she was gone for about eight months after her wedding,
1: good old plan. Charlotte need teeth. Good old plan. It was so important for her to for her to get her. Well, I mean, I'm not saying you know it's not it's a bad thing that she had to get her teeth fixed, but it took eight months
2: after her wedding, though. She did it around her wedding to get them veneer six which she forgot she was a heel and said, give me that. She forgot she was a baby face and said, give me that when she won the title. Oy. But going into and this... I was uh, say,
1: like, now, like, where does it make sense now that, that Raquel Gonzalez just got completely wiped off from having a title match, and now all of a sudden it's Sonya Deville? Well,
2: what they had planned... And we can start this next. I will just give all context and uh since I heard her, hey Sam
1: Oh Donnie said hi.
3: Hi.
2: And did Eric give you the context or did you guys were were you guys able to catch raw 30?
1: Um, we weren't able to catch raw 30. Um, I watched like highlights of it and whatnot. Uh, he was wondering what your opinion was on the fact that on Raw 30 they didn't necessarily highlight any women wrestlers at all. The fuck?
2: Exactly. <laughs> they lit. <clears> Trico, <throat> <Sure, throat> stop real quick. So what had happened was since the quote-unquote bloodline tribal cho- qu- trial at Sami Zayn ran long. They cut the only like built women's match entirely to make up time. And then did this makeshift match that everybody's seen it like 30 times between Bianca and Sonya. And everybody just like cared. And they only highlighted the woman that trashed the women's title. Bella oh, said yeah. they didn't get invited. They didn't even reference Soraya, who essentially, Soraya and Mercedes, who were two of the pillars of that brand, and then they had Charlotte just come and ignore a pretty decent part of her career with two of her biggest like influences and rivals because yeah. they're assigned to other companies.
1: Yeah, so basically they were just trying to make, make it seem like as if they were never a part of it.
3: Which was dumb, but um, as soon guys- as
2: I saw Ric Flair, I'm like, oh no, they're about to have him and Charlotte.
1: Yes, he made it. Oh, I was about to Vince- say, if only you guys could actually see the look on her face currently. As soon as they showed Ric Flair, burn an entire wrestling company down. That's who. You can't wait. Actually, okay, don't burn the entire company down. Just you know, commit arson on Vince McMahon.
2: It wasn't Vince, though, who wrote it. And I kind of agree with Brian Alvarez when it comes to show running. But you still ran segments that didn't need to be there. And the only person you really highlighted, and she was a background character that didn't really say anything, in a segment that easily could have gotten cut. Because the only real women's legend they highlighted was Lundra Blaze. In, a, they in an APA where, segment,
1: where I'm betting you that they didn't invite her or really mention much of her because of the fact that now she has strong ties with the NWA,
2: exactly.
1: Which is stupid.
2: They yeah. literally weren't planning on inviting any women's legends at all, yeah. and then a so and then they
1: cut. Nikki the, Bella called them out on it online. Oh yeah.
2: That's when the hashtag give w- WWE women a chance like started. Yeah, we got Bianca versus Sonia for like the 50th time, but there are clips going around that Bianca still having to yeah. coach. Like, Bianca's still having to go Cena and call spots with Sonia and like match 50.
1: And I mean, on top of that, like, look at most of the current females they have. Like, <laughs> Rhea Ripley could take out easily take out half of the men half of the men on the roster, easily. Oh, yeah. with without even trying. I mean, look how she manhandled Tazawa.
2: Bruh. if she like does that, not win the women's rumble, we'll get to it in a second. But if she does not win the women's rumble this weekend, they're idiots.
1: Yeah, no, she she is literally their strongest character right now, and she needs to be main eventing Royal Rumble. Or not Royal Rumble. She needs to be a She needs in to be
2: Rumble. in a title match at Mania.
1: Uh-huh. She's been in title matches the last two years. She needs to be in one again. Yeah. Same. She always she always puts on good matches. She's a good wrestler.
2: And I hate to say it, they have not done right with the black women on their roster to the point where they have shoved Bianca down everybody's throat, and people just want to see Alexa Bliss go scary movie three on her. They've done black women so dirty in their roster to where they have to shove Bianca to show that "quote unquote" we're promoting black women. Yeah, and everybody wants to see Bianca just dis- and like there are fans that want to see Bianca destroyed worse than people wanted to see Roman destroyed almost a decade ago, which is sad. Yeah, and you had three, and you shun two of them.
1: Yeah. Uh. Okay, well, let's get into the Royal Rumble review or preview, just so, because um, of the fact that there's something I want to so, want a big rant about.
2: So thought thoughts real quick, Sam, since you're like in the background here and uh, all this.
1: They'd like a female's thoughts on the on the how the women are being treated currently.
2: Based off all the context I just gave you, she's still giving me the faces
1: that she wants to commit arson. like I'm actually not like she actually said that that kind of makes her mad well
2: in that case and I already had to censor you on occasion we're gonna move on
1: (laughs) (laughs) no I literally do sometimes and I'm like no I've told no I've told her about the time where you had to cut me off like three times in one recording
2: (laughs) yeah and I'm like because I know, and it's like, this is one of those things, like, I wanted someone, not just the three of us, the three guys, because if it comes from that, just us, we could easily come at it from the side of Brian Alvarez, yeah. not from the women's point of view, and then you're missing the entire point, and then you get the Twitter mafia, which is not the thing. So we'll talk more about why I'm, like, what I'm thinking for 2023 offline, guys. But speaking of 2023, let's talk about this uh, six-match card for Saturday. You know it's going to be six, six, even though it's five right now. Which is What's sad because the- we don't want to see the six-match.
1: What, is the six-match going to end up being Charlotte versus Sonya? Bingo! Ah, God damn it. Because who else have they built in a few uh, months? Uh, God damn it. Whoever's booking SmackDown right now, you're a dumbass.
2: Well, not to say the uh, LA Knight and Bray Wyatt
1: as I mean, the brand a brand gimmick match. I was going to say, I have a feeling, besides the fact that it has a really stupid match name, I actually genuinely think that match is going to be fun.
2: I'm not looking forward to that just because it has a brand tie in. Every brand tie think, in in the last like three years I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> I'm not looking be, forward to.
1: I personally think it'll be fine just because of the fact that it's something involving Bray Wyatt. And honestly, if there's anybody that could turn trash into gold, it's it's Bray Wyatt.
2: Ask the Braun ask Braun Strowman how you think about that.
1: Oh uh, well, Braun Strowman uh, should get some better cardio. Anyway.
2: No, that was the uh swamp fight.
1: Oh, the no. smoke fight. Oh, yeah, that was a little fucked up.
2: Yeah, I told you. I knew it. Yeah, that,
1: that was a little messed up, but then again, I blame Vince for that. Anything that was anything that was before SummerSlam last year, I just blame Vince.
2: Well, do you blame Triple H for uh Bianca and Alexa being a horror movie parody come to life? Yes. You gotta blank like, your of, th-
1: of all things, it's not, it wasn't even a horror movie. Technically, Scary Movie 3 is a fucking comedy. It's just like, why No,
2: nah, They did the shining when they made the match official. Ugh. God damn it. That whole thing with Bianca behind creeping up behind Alexa after she got knocked over the barricade right before Uncle Howdy popped up. That was the shining.
1: That's just that's just dumb.
2: And then Roman versus KO, we all know that's going to end the second Sammy chooses who, who he wants to be Is a uh, hug me, brother. Yeah. It's either Roman. So that match is ending the second Sammy chooses. But the big thing. And. Do you think they actually have some legit surprises for the women's rumble or is this just hot smoke just to say, oh, we're calling up having a lot of NXT debuts
1: no I feel like it's going to be used for a lot of NXT call-ups because they're women. not roster. even
2: call-ups just uh, NXT appearances because
1: yeah I feel like he'll who
2: other than it. Roxanne and Cora who I think is going to be the Mania match is ready for for the main roster
1: Lash Legend don't start <laughs> you, you know who i think should debut on the main roster you know thank god he's should...
2: muted because i didn't want to go into like trying to calm him down right now oh <laughs> that's why i had to stop you but uh oh, i was about to. oh i was out about of to say men or women team. who do you want
1: oh i was gonna say um out of all the women of who i would like to see from nxt um indy hartwell probably I feel like she, she needs you to
2: give Candace some more depth. Yeah. like I feel Candace like... needs her badly. Yeah. If you're uh... not gonna have Tegan and Candace on the same brand, call Indy up like yesterday. Honestly,
1: I feel like honestly, I feel like Zoe should be called up too, because I feel like she's ready. I feel like she's Zoe's ready.
2: ready, Alba's ready, but Alba's about to go into this uh Angelina Love winter storyline with Isla Dawn, which I am not looking forward to.
1: What the wait is that a lover's quarrel thing or
2: do you remember the um, like how far back is your knowledge on a TNA impact, uh, Eric? Pretty far. Do you remember the Angelina Love uh, winter storyline when Katie Lee virtual like basically drugged Angelina and she essentially turned into her meat, meat puppet and. For like the absolute longest, just cause they had nothing else to do with Velvet and Angelina. That's kind of what I feel is about to happen with Isla Dunn and Alba Fire, cause they have nothing more on NXT for Kaylee Ray since they're not they didn't put the title on her. Like idiots. They should have freaking put the belt on her. Not saying Roxanne's not worthy. I feel like if you had nothing else for Alba Fire or Kaylee Ray, put the freaking ballot on her. She's been ready for the main roster anyway. So that's another one I feel like you could call up. But because she's in the stupid Angelina Love Winter stuff, they're not calling her up for a while.
1: Yeah, probably not.
2: And then Roxanne and Cora, like I said, are going to be – Your probably your mania title match. Yeah.
1: Now for the now for the men's. Sammy or
2: Cody, who wins?
1: uh, before we get into that, I have one rant to go on. One random rant. WWE. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? What? Like, Like 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 why? What was the point of announcing two weeks ago, oh hey. Cody Rhodes is coming back at the Royal Rumble. Them other
2: surprises better be. You took the surprise factor away.
1: You took literally the one thing that we love about Royal Rumble matches away.
2: They keep doing that, which is annoying. It's like they keep spoiling Royal Rumble stuff.
1: Like, dude, you remember the pop that Edge got back in 2020 when he first came back? It wouldn't have happened.
2: They did that. They, like, loudly hinted at it, but they never said it. And that but moment like, was Cody feeling- when Cody returned at Mania. Mania
1: last year. No, I feel like it was. Would- but the thing is, is I feel like it would have been a similar pop at Rumble. I feel like if nobody knew he was coming back, if nobody knew that, you know, he was fully recovered. And then all of a sudden, you just hear, wrestling has more than one royal family. Everybody's going to go fucking insane.
2: Not if you hear, oh,
1: We'll do, it, it's the Rumble, so they're going to cut all that shit out. Not if, that's way like, too...
0: That not whole, if that's my, say,
1: that whole not part if of my his thought. song... No, I was going to say, that whole part of his song will take up the one minute to bring in the next person.
2: I Here's my thought in the final test, based off what happened Monday. Sammy's either going to... toddle Roman to another title defense, or interfere somehow interfere and be the deciding factor in the universal title match, or he's entering number one at the Rumble, and Roman says either win or you're out from number one. It's one of the two. Either... It's- be the deciding factor and give me the W and don't screw it up or win from number one. Because they literally only have half the Rumble participants confirmed. None which of them are they,
1: Which, like I said, that's, not, that's nothing new either because they've been doing that a lot for the last couple of years now.
2: Confirming like half the Rumble stuff. Yeah. But here's the tricky part about it. None of them are bloodlines, so I think twenty are confirmed. Nineteen for sure, possibly twenty. With
3: yeah, I think um, here's the thing. After what happened with the trial of Sami Zayn segment, I think Roman is gonna make is gonna put Sami in the Rumble. Where you better win the Rumble because if you don't, you screw up. Oh, like that's when. Uh, the the punchline is gonna happen and um this is just a possibility maybe um uh my first thought that cody and sevka could be the final two but i think cody and sammy could be the uh the final two and then right after uh cody- they are going
2: for sammy in that scenario and two
3: for our listeners welcome to our group
2: chats where i just have to say late because i literally just said Sammy's entering at number one, or he's going to be the deciding factor in the freaking room in the Roman and KL match.
3: No, thank you, that, Trico. The, no, hold on, hold on. being late to the party. Hold on. This is my thought. I think Cody should enter at no, number one, and then Seth can get num, at number two. And then when all of it is done, they should be the, the final two in the rumble. But that was just my first. They've done that
2: bit too much.
1: Yeah, they've yeah, they done, done that, that way bit. too much now.
2: Yeah, like, as soon as Orton and Edge did it randomly during the COVID era, I'm like, they've done that too much. So, I don't want the final two to start. Like, one and two cannot end the Rumble. They do that way too much, just so people can have a thread throughout the Rumble. But not spoiling your freaking surprises.
1: Yeah, no, like, that's my... That's That's the
2: way... And not changing, not letting freaking uh, Death Rumble like change all the themes randomly right before the Rumble to where they're recognizable would be another thing. Cause oh my gosh, like there were no reactions to anybody because nobody recognized themes. Yeah. The Lattice Pop year was here comes the money because everybody knows Shanks' theme, unfortunately. And then Shane trying to make it, and yet you could have had Orton in St. Louis, which you should have been the Iron Man. Nope, he's out in five minutes. Yeah, Shane had to be the best in the
1: world. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know he's the best wrestler alive, eh? no?
2: Worst Rumble? It's a top five Rumble for worst all time. I'm sorry. 2021, where top five 2022, excuse me, top five worst rumbles, rumbles because the women's was not that much better. Heck, it was even worse. All the surprises lasted like a combined five minutes. Yeah, which weren't even surprises because they had been like divas that are still like in touch with the company. It was just bad. 2022's Rumble, like Triple H just has to not screw up and pick the right winners instead of like Brock and Ronda. And you already have a better Ronda Rumble. <laughs> Could yeah, you no, imagine that Brock ends up winning the men's Rumble? Because you know, Roman's winning the title match.
1: Okay,
3: is <laughs> the thing like, um, I know that some of the NST stars is going to be in the Rumble. Like, that's obvious. But if he's going to do like a, a, a great surprise, and I'm hearing rumors that the Great Muda could be a surprise entrant in the rumble. Why would he, he just retired the Great Muda name? Why would he come back Yeah, I said, this is just rumors. Muda. This is just rumors. I don't know if it's true or not. I know that's going to be surprised. He retired the
2: moniker Great Muda, and he never showed up as KG Muda in WWE. Like, why would he do that? And besides, he already has to wrestle again in like two weeks in Japan against Naito. We've been through this. There's no way that's happening. That is stupid on 50 million levels. But... Oh, shit. What? Nothing. What happened?
1: No, nothing. I was, I was just gonna say because I know because you're saying this now, and then Saturday pops up, and then all of a sudden you see a great Buddha walking down, and then it's just like, what now, bitch?
2: I don't see the like, really. Do do y'all think at his age, he's gonna do the rumble, and then fly back for a, a match with Naito. In two weeks,
1: probably. I mean the dude honestly, is
2: 60 man. Yeah, the and
1: differently than Americans.
2: But do you really think he's gonna he's gonna pass WWE medical? AW Medical, we've seen how they are like loose with it with how Ruby Solo Ruby Soho didn't even try and like survive with that much of gash. and still fall in street fight for like 20 minutes. Yes. Speaking of fighting for like 20
4: minutes, we'll be right back. Built Ford Tough. It isn't just a slogan. It's an attitude that runs deep in the history of Ford truck engineering and has produced America's popular lineup of rugged, and dependable Ford pickups. That lineup is even bigger and more affordable with the 2020 Ford Ranger. Tested under conditions more extreme than you would ever likely encounter. Ford engineers set a grueling test regimen to prepare the new Ford Ranger for the demands of all-terrain travel. Durability trials on roads so punishing that robots were called in to do the driving. Days of constant shaking in the lab to help identify and reduce squeaks and rattles and to tune suspension parts and body mounts for durability and performance. The 2020 Ford Ranger, it's more than up to the challenge of taking on your toughest test. You can find the new Ford Ranger as well as our entire 2020 roundup at Ford.com. Ford, over 40 years of built Ford Tough.
2: And just like that, we are back, and yeah, looks like one rant leads to another. Sorry, Eric, because I know we uh, i proud to-
1: this rant, too. Oh,
2: okay. no, this is going to be a rant from everybody. <laughs> this is going to be a rant, not just from you, but from everybody, because I had not seen, and I had to adjust my Line up just to put this around the maybe a couple minutes before the previous one, just to let out the steam. So that way we don't end. Don't go away angry. Because the last little bit on the Rumble, yeah, that was just playful, just haha, ha whatever, anger. And just trolling between the three of us. No harm, no foul, this and no... True. This will this, be, however,
1: what we're about to talk about. This will be one hundred percent true anger from all three of us, dude. Granted, I mean, like, I mean, can I, I just have, start?
2: Yeah. So, what we're talking about right now is a follow up and update on the is it pure puff pu- family. Uh, Pew, Pew family, which was Jermaine, A.K. FJ, Jay Briscoe's daughters, they're both in stable condition and starting to move. However, they're just hoping that, that their mom's just hoping they can walk again. That's all they want, right? And after they the entire promote two companies, Mark Briscoe, and so how Tony said, pitched it to be the PR accurate, he said it was highly requested by Mark Briscoe, his Jermaine's brother, and one of his greatest, Jay Lethal, one of Jermaine's greatest friends and rivals in ROH, and Jay Lethal, So he basically has a PR just to say, like the company didn't bash him for like a week for not doing it and the fans didn't like do what they did online for Mark to even appear on AEW for a tweet that said, that was said like, what, over a decade ago?
1: Yeah. No, like that part kind of.
2: And this is why I always tell my siblings, like, hey, watch what you say on social media. Because, a yeah, stuff but like I mean, this.
1: Yeah, but I mean, also at the same time, though, like he, yes, he, yes, I understand. He said some dumb stuff on Twitter a decade ago, but he also apologized for it. He recanted what he said. He was he didn't like stick by what he said. He actually recanted it and apologized for it. So like, there's a difference between him and a lot of other people. And you know, the other thing is, is that I feel like Turner is kind of fucked up here because they basically decide to wait until there was an actual tragedy in the family to be all like, hmm, you know what? Maybe we should actually give the brother a chance and see if he could actually, you know, just let him actually wrestle on on our show. Not even. Not even. They like, waited oh, they're like, oh, Oh, so you guys wanted to wait until his brother died to now allow him on your show. And now, because you actually watched the match, and you're like, holy shit, this guy's actually really fucking good. You know what? We don't mind if he's on the show regularly now. Oh! Oh, so now you don't mind.
2: No, no, no. It's even worse than that, Eric. It's even worse. Because that would have been doing it last week. What you said would have been doing it the day after Jay Briscoe died. The day after, last week. This is literally a response to the social media backlash from everybody. Ariel Hawaii, freaking day. Meltzer! List goes on. For them not wanting a company to honor a fallen brother, but so and I hope she doesn't get upset at me for saying this, but for someone to essentially if you were to take my job, Eric, doing all this being executive producer and hosting all this stuff and organize like chief organizer, yada yada, all those titles and characteristics of this podcast blows up all that, but then you beat the hell out of Sam and just like the daylight on her. But that's okay. That but that's okay. But yet. A man can't honor their brother just for a tweet from over a
1: decade ago. Go yeah, ahead. No. Yeah. No. The entire situation was completely just because of the fact that you know, like I said, they were they were really they were really gun ho about that tweet, and I really don't understand what was so bad about it. Just because, like I have read it. And like I said, though, after I read that one, I saw like there was another posting like six months later when when it went like when it went viral, where he actually recanted the comments and he apologized for them. Like. The problem is, is that these TV executives and these corporate assholes, they don't know these people on a personal level. They don't know how they are personally. Jay Briscoe. Jay Briscoe was a family man. Jay Briscoe cared about people's families. He cared about their about them personally. Literally every last wrestler who made postings about him were saying that the first thing he'd always ask when he walked up to them was, "How's your family doing?"
2: Yeah, and he literally
1: Jay Briscoe. Like, a the most trending
2: clip of him after his passing was just him like helping his daughter like be a cheerleader. cheerleader. Granted, it was like the most oxymoron thing because it's like this big burly guy with this uh, long beard with a bonus hair, dancing. But that was just him being a dad. And that was...
1: Yeah.
2: His, like, pride was just being a father. At the yeah, end of like it.
1: I said, his his entire life was his family. And that's And if you of...
2: don't believe me, he tried to kill Adam Cole for super kicking his dad in the back of the head. That may be one of the more iconic ROH clips, but that's how close they were. You touch my family, you die.
1: Yeah, essentially. But I I still care for you
2: because I care for you and your family.
1: Yeah, no, but, you know, that's just that's just how they are. They're family men, both him and Mark.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, Mark has like triple the kids that Jay Jay has. uh, But still.
1: Well, yeah, but it's Mark.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, with
1: how, with how, like not trying to say anything personal against him, it's more so with just how crazy that boy is on a regular basis in the wrestling ring. Oh my gosh, dude, I was losing my shit, dude. I was losing my shit when I was watching that, when I was watching the match, just because I'm like that elbow, not even the elbow. I'm just like, is this motherfucker karate chopping Jay Lethal in the neck?
2: (laughs) (laughs) And Jay's like, okay,
1: yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Literally, I'm watching him do it, and Jay's like fully taking it. I'm just like, dear God! But like this, that's why I was like saying, I'm like, this is why you guys should have paid attention to them more. Because if you would have paid attention to them more, you would have realized these were the guys that the fans wanted to see.
2: Bro, that's was- our our feud may be one of the, a great trilogy in tag team wrestling, but it will never be one of the greatest. Because of Warner Discovery not allowing the briscoes to really build a few,
1: yeah. And the other thing was is that um, what's it called? Um, shit. What was I gonna say? Um, the other thing was is that even on I was watching BTE the other day, uh, because the Young Bucks did like an entire episode dedicated to Jay, and they were talking about like on their way to on their way to Fresno. They were talking about how um how uh the Briscoes were one of the first tag teams they wanted to bring into AEW, but then they had the whole situation with Warner. Like they've been trying to bring the Briscoes in since the beginning.
2: I know, because you think about it, it was like the Briscoes Imagine this it was In an alternative universe, you could have had 2016-2017 Ring of Honor with the tag division between the OGK, Taven and Bennett with Cole, versus the Briscoes with the third, versus the Elite. And that would have been spearheading your trios division right now. Yep. That would have been insane in so many callbacks. And just because of that. And heck, you think there's not WWE tie-ins? Watch, there's gonna be a Jay Driller on Roman come Saturday, because Jay's first world title win was on KO. You think I'm lying? Well, okay. Just on the clip. Jay Jay Briscoe versus Kevin Steen. Enough said. His first world title win was on Kevin Owens.
1: Huh. I didn't realize that. Yep.
2: Which is so crazy, because you have Jay with the short head before, hair before you got the dreads, and then it was a Jay Driller on Steen with the singlet. I'm like, oh, man, this is crazy. But, yeah. With that being said, just... Wait, so, you're not so. going to
3: ask for my opinion? So rude. So rude. Yep. Yeah. No Sorry, That's Trico. That's racist. Jesus Christ. Wouldn't it be okay. light skin versus dark skin prejudice? Wouldn't it be the
2: light skin versus dark skin prejudice?
1: is that still racist? Go ahead, well, Trico. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Trico. Okay.
3: but the fact that they was finally able to do it this week, what they should have did it last week, and forget for 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 those of you all who listen to Technology News Talk, you know I've been talking about Wonder Discovery and all the changes that be doing. So basically, basically Thanos snapping all the DC stuff that's been going on, but uh, but that's another story for for Technology News Talk. But here's the thing, like you waited till now. Well, Wonder Brother Discovery, I know, say that the Tony Khan. Actually, man up and, uh, and made this uh, this thing happen because um if they didn't if they didn't do it this week then there was no point of doing it uh, at all. Now here's the <laughs> question, but here's the question um that's been on my mind right now um I know Mark Brito alone holds the R.A.'s tag team titles. Now is he gonna um they give up the belts? I don't know. But if if it was me um I would say um let Mark Briscoe um carry on and uh with the um with the current ROH tag team titles like what they did for um for Brody Lee and they give a uh negative one the um the red strap TNT title so yeah and then come uh, comes a super not super uh, is it Supercar to Honor
2: what, in yeah, Mark- Supercard Honor, which was my thought, too. Like yeah. Mark gives those titles as a legacy to Jay's daughters that are in the hospital recovering right now. And then as have a tournament leading up to Supercard for the next couple of months that will culminate in the modern ROH uh, World Tag Team titles going to the winner's. Yeah, because the two that uh, Mark carried out are the classic ones.
3: Yeah, ones. Since, um, Jay has won a world title. I think it's about time that Mark goes for a world title.
2: So you're essentially just parroting and now chiming in on the discussion Eric and I have been having offline all week, mm-hmm. saying that it should be Mark and Claudio Kings of Wrestling versus. The Briscoes reincarnated as Mark versus Claudio for the ROH World title, with Mark beating Claudio for the title, knowing he has to surrender at some point the ROH tag titles. I'm just glad they didn't do it on Dynamite.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling at Supercard of Honor they're gonna end up, um, at Supercard of Honor they're gonna end up doing a tag team title tournament.
2: Yeah, so one night nighter in honor of Jay at, so that's gonna be the outside of uh, Claudio's next title defense. That's gonna be the um entire situation. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 So we're all in agreement. Unfortunately, Mark is going to get. Obviously, they have to because it's a one man holding two belts, both tag titles. So they're going to at some point vacate them, and those (laughs) belts are going to Jay Saunders. But at SuperCard, new champions will be crowned. It's just how they how we get from January slash February all the way to April. With the belts, late March, early April, with the belts. Yeah. And speaking of with belts, one title picture in the UFC finally got fixed, whereas the other one just got cleaned. Where so, what happened in Brazil is Jamal Hill became the first Dana White Consider Series participant to win a UFC title by beating via decision Glover Teixeira en route to Glover Teixeira announcing his retirement from the cage which that in itself is crazy because the oldest UFC competitor to win his first UFC championship was Teixeira at the tender age of 42, because I believe, yeah, he won it, actually 41, because he won it two years ago, when he beat Juan Vujovic back in October of that year, but in October 2021, but yeah, going from that to announcing retirement in his own country, Brazil, is crazy, and then Brandon Moreno ended. The Figueiredo series at a two-one-in-one one record via third weight stop, third round stoppage, to become the undisputed flyweight champion, and Davidson Figueroa's response, which, thank God, there wasn't a Brazilian riot, but Moreno got out of there with the skin of his seat. He is moving. He announced he's moving up to bantamweight. By staging his the same retirement like status when it comes to MMA fighting, placing their gloves in the center of the cage, he faked it and just announced, Oh, I'm going to 135, which is probably one of the more controversial divisions when it comes to the top five of the UFC. Because you have Figueredo versus Sterling, Figueredo versus John, Figueredo versus O'Malley. And then Figueiredo versus Davidson versus Murab, And Murab is probably one of the more controversial guys out there. That's just with the champion for the top five. And this is in route to something we're going to be talking to about next week when it comes to featherweight, featherweight and possibly lightweight, because Alexander Volkanovsky will be challenging for the lightweight title. And if he wins... There's going to be a log jam at lightweight and featherweight. Stay tuned. We'll get into that discussion and more. But lastly, let's move over to the gaming because there's a lot we got to discuss. Starting out, do y'all think it is too late for AEW Fight Forever? Let's just be honest. Yes. Trico.
3: Yes, but I just want the game to come out. Cause just right now,
2: uh, 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 uh. I just asked a so yes or no. Yes or no? Is
3: it too late? Yes, but just give it to us now. Do you not know a simple
2: yes or no? Don't elaborate before I give the details and so let me talk. But uh, essentially, they are trying to fight with the ESR now. It's been a debate over the ESRB ratings of whether or not the game should be T or M. If anybody that knows the AEW product, that is a rated M product. Hands down, GG, you are a rated M product. And to get authentic AEW, I am sorry. You are a rated M product. The only thing they don't do is literally... Pull an edge leader, which you can easily see they want to. If it weren't for the fact Dynamite is on TBS. And yeah. now, thoughts on that, guys?
3: Just, uh, I can see it being rated M. Fight forever. fight forever.
1: I mean, yeah, I kind of would see it being rated M. Just with I mean, you, you guys know how violent it gets on those shows half the time. Half the time? Okay, Heck, about 80% of the time. You just talked about, like,
2: Mark Briscoe's AEW debut when he jumped yeah. off the literal ring post through a table in the middle of a regular match.
1: Just well, yeah, it's Mark Briscoe.
2: But still, that's like the typical setup for the week. Yeah, I know. A typical setup, so it's crazy. And then before I get to and Eric, I'm gonna leave you with this homework assignment for the magic side of things. When I talk about the Yu-Gi-Oh! 25th anniversary this year, and essentially their promo release and the recent like a lot, you don't see a lot of YouTubers touching on oh was Amazing Defender. Like, amazing Defenders come out. Like, where's the content on that? That's because the set is trash. The set's trash, and it's probably going to be the worst set of 2023. Everybody's, like, just spend weight and save your money for Hypernova, which will probably be set of the year. And even the structure decks that are coming out late February... Are better than what came out in Amazing Defenders. So with that, that and Maze of Memory, Hypernova, and Photon Hypernova and Maze of Memories are gonna be the Yu-Gi-Oh! sets that you're trying to get into the TCG this year. And from there, you've got the anniversary sets that are going to be. Legendary Collection, 25th anniversary. Then you're going to have the Legend of Blue Eyes, Blue Eyes, White Dragon, 25th anniversary. Vision of Chaos, 25th anniversary. Metal Raiders, 25th. Feral Servant, 25th. And those are the bulk of the products all the way into quarter three, to the end of quarter three. Don't have the set release for quarter four, but essentially I don't see too many outside of like, anniversary stuff coming out this year so yeah that's just me and eric if you could hop on from the magic side of things with a really if you find a product release schedule and give your honest thoughts on what's coming out this year from the magic side of things
1: i was actually gonna say i just read about one the other day hang on let me try to find it
2: I mean, you don't have to rush now and just
1: as I did. Well, I at least want, I'm not saying like I need to give an opinion right this second. Um, I was just going to try to find it just so then you could like look it up too if you wanted to.
2: We'll say that for next week and give you the floor for as much. Okay. Okay. Just so you ain't got to scramble because we already got to talk on two big topics that I want to talk to you guys about.
1: Oh, I already found it.
2: We'll save it for next week. Just to save a little okay. bit of time,
1: okay? Because
2: I want to touch on because I think I don't know if it's the final roster or it is a near final, but Street Fighter 6 now has a 15 character roster, and five of them are new characters. What are your thoughts, guys? Five, pl- actually six. Six,
3: excuse me. I forgot Jamie. Um, Very interesting.
1: interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Intrigued to see what these new characters' abilities are.
2: So, I've always said I've never liked the uh, Capcom. uh, When it comes to Street Fighter, I don't care for the uh, Capcom model of, like, 20 editions of the game. instead of just, like, releasing new patches and new DLC packs. Because, like, ooh, like, Street Fighter V Champion Edition, spend another 60. That annoys the mess out of me. So, I'll probably give it a year or something before I invest in Street Fighter Six. Personally. What do you guys think?
1: We'll see. Um, All right. yeah we shall see
2: and finally 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 2k is finally owned up and announced even though I don't like it's on the NBA 2k style of things now but WWE 2k23 announced with that trailer and some of the known details for 2k23 Even stronger. Granted, the showcase is beat up John Cena. (laughs) So, standard edition, same as last year, just the default game on whatever console you want. And 60 to 70 bucks. No harm, no foul. Then you've got the deluxe edition. Season pass plus... You're my faction cards. You get whatever. Then you get the uh, Icon Edition, which I think is the one everybody wants to get. Not only... Okay, excuse me real quick. The Deluxe Edition, my bad. Because you'll get Bad Bunny as a pre-order <laughs> bonus. That's right. The reggaeton rapper is a pre-order bonus in a WWE game. We're going to get your thoughts on that in a second. Then, three-day early access. With the at least deluxe edition, you get the season pass, all the DLC, your My Rise Mega Boost, so My Rise points, your Super Charger, so everything immediately as the game comes out, a Ruby John Cena card, an Emerald Bianca card for my faction, Goldox Oscar Gold Edge, and Time Three Basic My La- My Rise Premium Launch My Faction Packs. That's all that's in the uh, Deluxe Edition. For the Icon Edition, same early access. Bad Bunny with a Ruby My Faction Bunny My Faction Season pack ev- Basically everything I just said. Plus the ruthless, roof ruthless aggression content. You get to play as a prototype Cena with a pre- prototype Cena, my faction card. Lothi- the Leviathan Batista, so you can show up if you want to as Deacon Batista. You get the Randy News Network and throwback Randy Orton. Then you get the beat. The next big thing, Brock Lesnar, as well as a Cena Legacy Championship belt. And, and I don't know why they... I hope WrestleMania 21's in the game, because why would you put WrestleMania 22 as DLC when yeah. that was his second WrestleMania world title match, and his third WrestleMania match in general? <laughs>
1: right. Right.
2: Granted, I know they're not going to put this first one in there, but it's neither here nor there. And then the final with the Icon content, an Emerald Paul Heyman and three Deluxe Premium Launch My Faction packs. That's all the content you get with Cena. And then with the Icon Edition, Cross-Gen Bundle is literally the Cross-Gen (laughs) Digital Icon, I believe. And I got a Call GameStop to confirm. Cause if they did it the same way they did last year, Icon will be digitally exclusive, deluxe, and then you get the uh standard like ugliest cover out of the three. But you get modern Cena, you get Dr. Thugnamas Cena. Or Super Cena, <laughs> which that's that. But the extra content, and the spice they gave you throughout the trailer, War Games is play- War Games finally has a ride. Or in Trico, you say it better.
3: Yeah, but um,
2: no, 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 no. I said War Games. You say it better than I do.
3: No, nah, because um, I think in the oil, well, when they're not up, even going to feed me and say the line. Okay. I, don't, don't say I didn't warn you to cover your ears. <clears throat> War games!
2: Yeah, I just lowered my volume on my computer when you said it. <laughs> yeah. But I knew you were going to do that, but I wanted that passion right on there. But War Games is finally in a wrestling game, which everybody's been asking for. In 2K said they've been in development of the match since half. And it took them half the time to put it in the mat. And they're considering everything that's intricate about War Games of uh, 3-on-3 three three or 4-on-4 four four in different And essentially an elimination sale chamber style and then you can alternate to the person that's coming into the cages and get weapons. That is probably going to be my favorite feature about the match type is being able to control whoever my next uh, character is coming into the match and just get whatever.
1: Yeah, that'll definitely be cool. Yeah
2: but here's the crazy part when it comes to the showcase that i really do like
3: hold on let it me is, talk, let me talk to the showcase real quick so i'll talk to him about i way. I'll, I'll do this okay. i'll do this one so um so based on everything in the showcase these are the matches that are confirmed for the showcase so far can i give the
2: context of the showcase before you go into what matches are confirmed i was going to give context before you hop into the confirmed matches, you jump the gun, Trigo. Let me at least do that. Give context before you hop in. I will throw it to you when I get to the, what matches are confirmed.
3: Well, you kind of already did, you, when you, get, said you, already did. When you said, beat up John Cena.
1: You kind of already did what you said. All right. Will you two quit, okay. Will you two quit arguing worse than a married couple and just let's go? You did. Well, considering I gave,
2: I said, I hinted at it, beat up John Cena, but it is, you're playing as <laughs> Cena's opponent in some of more of John Cena's more iconic and infamous losses, not just win and win a Cena, and hopefully not as dull as let's play a grand Metal league. A match against Grand Metal League or just a random match of Cena versus Dolph Ziggler and Cena wins. Nobody wanna see that. But we should get some uh more iconic matches in John's career, but it will be John's losses. Who do you guys want to see? I know they didn't announce a Randy Orton or an edge match yet. But which Randy Orton or Edge match would y'all want to see? Because I forget if he lost or he won the match where Orton tried to
3: blow him up. No, Cena won that one. No, Cena won that
2: one. Oh, so, ah! I would have loved to see that match. <laughs> if Cena would have lost that match just for the heck of it, I would have loved to see that match to see... How they would have uh, done? Oh yeah, blow
3: up. Uh, try and blow up Cena. But here's the thing. Um, there's two scenarios that they could do with Edge and Orton. For Edge, they can do two. One from either SummerSlam 2006 or at Backlash 2009. And then for Randy Orton, they could do um, SummerSlam. 2009, or Hell in a Cell, 2009. I was going to put um TLC 2013, but I don't like that one. I don't like that one.
2: Yeah, so you could do the, if you specifically do Edge and um. so I'm looking up Cena and Edge right now. You could do probably the chamber that Edge, like, somehow just outsmarted everybody and beat up Kofi to win. You could. That was an iconic for Edge. You could do the last Man Standing match at Backlash 09. That'd be an iconic one, just to kind of get an old school Backlash arena. And that's about it for uh, Edge. You could do the one where uh, Sheamus won the world title. Which, that would actually be good. To get a different variety of match type. But the way that ended so quick was just odd. Was uh, Cena versus Sheamus. Yeah. From uh, TLC, like, when Sheamus debuted. But it was, like, still fun. And then, of course, Orton. Could Like, we were just talking about whether or not stuff can be clean. You could do stuff from OVW back in 01, and then the earliest you could do, which would, would be the – oh, yeah. The earliest would be the Unforgiven 07 match where Orton's just crazy. Not like the – SummerSlam 09 is like the earliest you could do, and that is Prime Orton. Because the I Quit Match Cena one, you could do the Hell in a Cell match that Orton won. You could do the table match from Raw. Or you could, and I hope they don't because it's the Authority Era, the TLC title, the TLC uh, unification match for the WWE World Heavyweight title. Or the match following at the Rumble. Yeah. No, but I'm either sure. way, like those yeah. two feuds have to be represented. Oh, those two feuds have to be represented in 2K23. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, Especially uh, since Orton is a
3: OVW DLC. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. But uh, All right. as far it as. Isn't... All right, good. Yeah, as far as the matches, uh, these are the ones that are confirmed so far. His debut match against Kurt Angle on uh, SmackDown 2002. Uh, Thank McS2 God Kemp... the
2: Fist Arena is in the game, like not having Thank to be custom created. Thank God. Like 2K finally wises up and put the Fist Arena in the game, which is probably the most iconic SmackDown arena.
3: Yeah. And then um, you had Rob Van Dam at ECW One Night Stand 2006, um, but Batista- which
2: I don't know how they're gonna do that and keep it a T rating game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> then you got that Batista is- in 2008, um, the match
2: where he broke his neck.
3: <laughs> then you got the once in a lifetime against The Rock at WrestleMania 28. Was I was there in person? There in person.
2: That, to me, seems... I'm sorry I'm commenting about all these matches, but to me, the once-in-a-lifetime, I that was, like, a the dumbest thing, and then just started the downslope of Cena to Cena sucks. Lol. And then, of course, they tease the AJ match, the end of the AJ set, and they teased the match where Cena got destroyed by Brock for, like, 20... In the birth of Suplex
3: City, and then the one with Triple H at Night of Champions 2008, which that match I could do without. I'm sorry.
2: If you're going to put a match that Cena was known for losing? Why the why a Triple H? Come on
3: now. Because uh, it was built on oh Triple H cannot defeat John Cena, cannot defeat. Me. That's never beat. But yeah, that's why they I feel like they put that match on there. But um and then the last two, you got the Undertaker at WrestleMania 34. Another squash. And then lastly against Roman Reigns at Summerslam two thousand to twenty twenty one.
2: So I do think we see a do we see a Cena title push at some point because they put that match in there. Because you know the premise of that match was essentially
1: uh,
2: everything. Yeah, so Roman, not Roman, uh, Cena essentially had that match with Roman just to build to nothing. Because like they were essentially building a match for a world title on a roll-up. Instead of, like, can Cena do it? It's like, I just need three seconds. I just need three seconds. Come on, now. It was just bad. Did y'all care for the uh, Cena-Roman matchup? Not really. Yeah, I think if they just... If that's the premise, they're going to go for every Cena... World title match. I don't want another Cena world title match from now on, because like we know, you just need one roll up to win a world title. That doesn't need to be the story when it comes to John Cena match. Yeah, and heck, like I definitely don't want to see John Cena be the one to beat Roman at this point. I'd rather it be Sammy or KO, but that's just me. Yeah. Anything you want, to, you want to plug?
1: Um, if you haven't already, check out journeyhemp.com. We got one of the best Delta Eight Delta Nine beverages in the market currently. Fizzy, a few seltzers, and a few sodas. Um, if you're not drinking them, well, what the fuck are you doing? They're buzzing, buzzing. Get them. Trico. here, boy. And of course, as always,
3: be on the lookout for the, for the newest episode of the Trignology New Talk as we're going to be going, well, I'm just going to be co- just basically covering the the best picture nominations for this year's Oscars. When is the Oscars this year? In March. Yep. And we all know any Will
2: Smith movie is going to be heavily scrutinized this year. But then again, he would be encouraged by uh, PSL. And for me, it's just same as always and getting back at it. And for Eric and Trico, this has been Donos. And thank you for listening to another episode of Respect the Combat. Respected. Two
1: fingers. We are out.